Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners who are actively relaunching to make sure to register and upload your resume to our I Relaunch job board. Employers looking to hire relaunchers regularly peruse our job board for candidates for their career reentry jobs and programs. So let's now get on to our podcast conversation. Today, we welcome Wendy Schlatner. Wendy's career started in investment banking and investment relations. She took a 16-year career break and then made a career transition when she relaunched in medical practice management. Her interest in the new field was peaked after what she calls her unofficial relaunch, in which she spent several summers running the health office at her kids' sleepaway camp. In this episode, which is part of our Relaunching in Medicine mini-series, we will hear from Wendy about how she navigated her career shift and progressed in her post-relaunch career to practice administrator for orthopedics and interventional pain management at White Plains Hospital. And Wendy is speaking to us from her office there because she's in a medical field. She has been working almost consistently through COVID. Wendy, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited about this conversation. I also started in a finance career, but then I stayed in it until uh, co-founding I Relaunch. So you really uh, made quite a pivot, and it's going to be interesting to hear how it happened. Maybe we could start uh, by you giving us a brief summary of your background and what you did prior to your career break and why you took the career break. Sure. So out of college, when I graduated from the University of Michigan, I started at Chase Bank in their investment training program, um, an analyst training program. Uh, you didn't, it was not necessary to have a finance background or a business school major. And after a several month training program, if you were successful, um, they placed you in one of the departments. I was in the media and technology department on the commercial banking side where we, we did credit and loans, credit and lending. After a few years doing that, I was promoted into the associate program, another couple of months of training. And then I went into the investment banking side. I was in mergers and acquisitions and a couple of other departments for a few years. And um, it was a great experience, great, strong finance experience and background. But I quickly determined that specific area wasn't going to be for me. And I left and I went to Time Warner on the corporate side. And that's where I worked in investor relations. And that was a better fit for me because it, it was a combination of the finance and the people skills and working with investors and talking to people, working with other departments within the organization. And that's where I found it to be a better fit. So that was that was before all of that was done before my career break. Right. And then so you were at Time Warner and very interesting about the um, move into investor relations and that you could even think about that as a, as an option for yourself. Because I'm thinking when I was in that stage of my finance career, that didn't occur to me as an option. And now that you're mentioning it, it might have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it'll help spark interest for somebody else. <laughs> yes, maybe. All right. So then you're working there. And what led to your career break? So then I had my daughter while I was there. And a couple of years after that, I was pregnant with twins. 
and having three children, three and under, mm-hmm. um, really prompted the career break. And I looked at it as I'm going to stay home. I'm fortunate enough to be able to do this for a couple of years, take care of my kids, and then I'll go back. And I didn't know what that was going to look like, part-time, full-time, close to home. Not We moved to the suburbs. My job had been in the city, things like that. Two years became three, became four. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the needs of the kids and the needs of my family changed a bit. And it was really important for me to be home with them. And so that, you know, that just became more years and more time than I expected initially. So it was it was not the plan to be out of work for that long. I think that's I've heard other podcasts you've had, and it's not uncommon. Right. Um, but for me, I, I didn't I didn't plan on that um, on how that was going to look. Yes, and and you're absolutely right. Uh, we hear this so consistently. People think they're only going to take a short term uh, out, and then it becomes much longer. So uh, interesting to hear your experience on that. So. How did you end up running the health office at your kids' sleepaway camp? So that's a great question. Um, so the kids, the camp that my kids went to, Camp Wayne for Girls and ultimately Camp Wayne for Boys, was the same summer camp that I went to as a kid, as a child, and as a camper, and loved it and had an attachment, and it was my alma mater. And I jokingly said to the director one summer when my daughter was there before my boys started, I would love to come back and work here someday. And I kind of kept it out there, but it, it really was half kidding. Mm -hmm. And the summer my boys were starting, I got a call from her saying, were you serious? Do we need someone to run our health office? Mm -hmm. And the first thing, one of the first things she said to me was, Wendy, you need to understand that this is not a job at camp where you're out on the campus with your clipboard, having fun, you know, talking and socializing with your friends and being and reliving camp was how she put it. This is one of the a real one of the hardest most real jobs at camp and you're in the health center and you're working and you're working all day i said sign me up sure mm-hmm. and that was and it was it was a perfect fit at the perfect time for me where i was able to spend my summers there do the work it felt like a job again you know and that was really rewarding and and meaningful to me mm. right thing at the right time Right. And but having that deep connection with the the your employer where, where you end up working and and uh, the people that ran that camp. So, interesting. you know, they knew you, they knew what the job entailed and that call was not made by accident. So um, so. OK, so you did that for how many years and then what made you think it's time to do something else? So that I did for five years and five summers. And again, much like much like when I took the break, when I took the position, I didn't expect it to be five summers or five years. It was a one year at a time situation and, and it worked out really well. And I came in at a time when the health center was, when the director of the camp was sort of somewhat new to managing the health center and I was new to running the health center and we did it together in collaboration and I and I think they would say that I helped really relaunch the health center and how it looked from a managerial standpoint and a nursing standpoint and a medication to camper standpoint and everything else you can think of that might involve healthcare at a summer camp. And so summer after summer, please, would you like to come back? Are you coming? Please come back. I said, yes. And in the interim, I was starting to look for full-time work outside of camp. 
you know, outside of the summers, full time year round. And it was difficult and it was hard to to reenter. And, you know, as of course, that is that is where you you were all born. And I got involved with iRelaunch and I went to a couple of seminars and I spoke with people and I applied to even maybe to one or two of the returnships over the years in finance, thinking maybe I would go back to that. But the truth was. I really liked healthcare, and even though a summer at a health at a at a summer camp isn't nearly what I'm doing now, it was an intro, mm-hmm. unexpectedly an intro. And um, what prompted me to to continue maybe or or go into it was really I got a call from my I was I'd been there three or four summers, and my college roommate and friend, who is a dermatologist, called me and said would you be interested in managing my dermatology office? I said, wow. Wow. (laughs) And she said, if you, she said, if you could manage a health and her kids went to a different summer camp. So she Mm -hmm. knew all about it. If Mm -hmm. you can manage the parents, the staff, the campers and the health office itself and the ordering and the supplies and everything else, you can, you are just what I need to manage my office and I want someone who's professional. I want someone who's smart. I want someone who has this experience. Will you do it? And that's how, that's how it, you know, that's, I think practice, medical practice management kind of found me and mm-hmm. probably not the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about this, you don't have medical background, but there's so much about managing. The, it's the business side and the logistics, and that's uh, completely separate from the medical judgment and di- everything that's involved in the medical side of it. But it's so critical to having a health uh, facility, whether it's summer camp, a dermatology practice, or something else, run effectively and efficiently. So it's that very interesting combination of experiences, and so perceptive of your dermatology dermatologist friend to identify that you really did have this perfect skill set and she's someone who happened to know by being your friend what your background was so okay so you come into this practice were you taking over for someone did you establish it like what happened there yeah so that's a great question so um so Dr. Wesson's office had been, she had had several previous office managers over a couple of years that for different reasons didn't work out. And I think, and, and according to her, when she called me and, and we talked many times before I ultimately accepted the role, it was a long commute. I wasn't sure I wanted to do it. It was from where I lived in Westchester to Long Island. Mm. And it was, you know, there were a lot of factors and my kids were a little younger back then. And, you know, how would the commute work out? And, you know, and she was really trying to help make it work for me, which was great. But her, I think the reason what I, I think the reason she wanted to talk to me was because the need of the her practice had grown from a traditional, maybe let's call it office manager role to more than that. Um, she had, you know, she started as her own one person dermatology small practice. There were now three physicians, estheticians, MAs, front desk. It was a bigger practice mm-hmm. and needed more attention, more time and stronger management. And so I think that was where she thought I would be a good fit. And so did you just show up on day one and and start working or were there were there 
systems you had to learn or or that is also a yes great <laughs> question a little bit of both uh -huh. um uh, it was a little bit of both i did show up on day one and 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 i did not have a previous office manager who was still there to show me teach me train me transition me nothing there were staff there who were excellent and had been there for a long time. And there were certain things that they were, of course, able to show me from a front desk perspective, a software perspective, um, their EMR system. I was able to train and learn with the people who were there. The billing company, they had an outside biller who did some of their billing. And so they were very helpful. And I was very resourceful. Um, I think in getting to know them and in going through old records and old files online on the on the network drive. I remember doing that. I remember that maybe three weeks into my job, Dr. Wesson said to me, we need to get everybody. I think it's about that time of year. We need to get everybody recertified in HIPAA and OSHA. Mm. Now, I never did that at the camp because these nurses came to camp with their certifications. So I went into the their network drive. I went to Google. I did a couple of searches through all these places. And within about a week, I had a course and a sign up. And I sent out an email to the staff and how they should sign up and what the deadline was in a spreadsheet to make sure everyone was doing it. And I remember Dr. Wesson saying to me, how did you know how to do all of that? <laughs> and, and I said, I, you know, it's an on-the-job training. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was a lot of that. And then I had her support for sure and the other doctors and the staff. And so it was a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First of all, what is, for our audience, what does EMR stand for? Oh, I'm sorry. Electronic okay. Medical Records. Ah, Okay. So every doctor's office or medical office or hospital you go to, when they ask you your name and date of birth and they type everything in and they scan your insurance in, it's all going into the EMR. Okay, got it. And, you know, um, it's interesting, the question she's asking you, like, how did you know how to do this? There was a certain degree of resourcefulness that you brought with you to this role. And also you were able to... Um, you know, on ramp into this role and learn all these new things in an environment that was very friendly and supportive. Your friend was there. She really wanted you to be there. Pretty ideal situation for everyone involved. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And I don't think I appreciated it or realized it at the time, certainly not in that first year. It was a it was a crazy first year. We were very busy. Um, and to sort of go back to your first your initial question, there were some new systems we had to put in place and, you know, restructure and, and account for the growth in the office and all of that. And so um, but she was fantastic and supportive and helpful. And as were the other doctors, as were the staff, you know, it's it, the challenge in starting over and in going into a new job in a pretty much new field is there's a little hesitation. Am I the right person? Right. No matter how established I may have been previously in a career or at a different job in within sort of this industry, you know, it's something new that I hadn't done. I had to have the confidence to ask the right questions. You have to. Right. And, that's, and I would say that to anybody doing this. You have to ask questions. You have to have the confidence to go to the right people, the right resources. And if you, you're not in the right place, either figure out how to get there or talk to someone else in the industry or in your office about how to get there. Mm -hmm. So you referenced the first year. It was super busy, super challenging. You had a commute. 
your family was, you weren't just relaunching, your whole family was adjusting to new routines. Can you give us a little bit of a window into uh, that first year and what challenges you might have had, things that might have not been not worked out the way you thought and how you handled them and, and how you look at it now retrospectively? That, that's also a great question and one I, I don't think about anymore so much, but in the moment I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was the getting out the door early and leaving oftentimes before the kids rather than having the previous role where I made sure they got on the bus, you know, and I made sure they did what they had to do in the morning. And it was a little bit of a role reversal having to figure out truthfully to the nitty gritty how to plan meals on a Saturday or Sunday for the week. The food shopping was different. I couldn't pop into the supermarket on a Tuesday afternoon because I forgot to buy chicken, you know, <laughs> things like that, yep. um, that we, we can laugh about, but it was a really different environment for my family. And it's, I, I appreciate that you asked the question because I think it's a, it is a conversation worth having for anybody at least from my perspective, coming from where I'm coming from for the reasons, you know, taking the career break for your family, it's an important question to ask. It's important to consider before you go back. Mm -hmm. But some of it, no matter how hard you plan and what you think you're going to do happens as you go. So if I got stuck in the office late and I couldn't get home, my kids knew what to do. They were old enough to man to certainly be independent and manage and put a pizza in the oven, but they were not old enough to drive and they were not old enough to get themselves somewhere, you know? So it was an interesting transition time for all of us. At the end of the day, I truly believe it has been the best thing for all of us. Mm -hmm. I think um, they have become independent. They they understand the value of the work I'm doing um, on so many different levels. And we are all healthy, happy, good people, not without our challenges, they're teenagers, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's, it is, I think it's all worked out really well, despite the initial challenges. So Wendy, can you tell us approximately how old were your children when you did your official relaunch, not the unofficial one at camp, but the official relaunch in the dermatology office? Uh, and about how many years have you been at it? So just so we understand the age range that we're talking about in terms of your kids. Yes. So it was 2018 um, when I started uh, in the dermatology office. My twin boys were 12. My daughter was almost 16. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's been a little over four years altogether since I started uh, the full time relaunch. Got it. And, you know, this whole idea about having to, everyone has to retrain in some regard, like getting everything ready the night before. So people are organized that morning. And then as you're saying, uh, when you left before them, talk about, you know, developing independence, they had to get themselves out the door. And that certainly is an experience that can be very maturing for kids and and a good one. So I guess I, I wanted to know a little bit more about the role you're in now and how you move from the dermatology office to the role you're in now, and maybe can you explain what you're doing now? Sure, absolutely. So when sort of at the, I I worked in the dermatology office through the pandemic, and of course in in any field, but certainly the medical field, that was a very challenging time. Mm -hmm. And in a private dermatology practice, we closed for about two months. And I was still coming in about once a week, just checking on things as the manager, but by myself, 
you know, we went through all that transition and the masks and the reopen and the slow reopen. So the pandemic was a was unexpected and challenging, but but very good, you know, all around. We we really I think the office to to the doctor's credit mostly, but also the staff and myself, we did a great job reopening mm-hmm. and, and working through it and seeing what we, the patients we had to see during that time. In the beginning of 2021, I had been speaking to some of my friends outside of work, you know, about what my next steps would be and where I would go and what I wanted to do to grow my career. And a friend of mine who lives in my hometown is a surgeon here at White Plains Hospital. And he was one of the people I was talking to. And he and I saw a posting at the hospital for this job. And we talked about it. And he helped get my resume to to someone in uh, leadership and administration. And so an interview was born. And I started the process to look for this position and interview for this position. Mm -hmm. So a key handoff there. This was a friend or neighbor of yours from your neighborhood. Uh, Just to underscore again, you never know who in your network is going to end up being that person that will have the opportunity to help your relaunch along by elevating your resume to the right person. So perfect example of that. Uh, So you interviewed, you started the job what was different? Um, you weren't a relauncher anymore. You were a lateral hire. You're an experienced hire. So um, was there something that you recognized was different uh, because you were now moving from working in one job to working in another as opposed to the relaunch, even though the relaunch came from you were coming from that summer experience that you had? Right. So it's a great question. And if I may, I'm going to take a a step back to say that even though it wasn't a relaunch, that gap in the resume, so to speak, literally and figuratively stayed with me because, you know, when you're interviewing for the next, when I was interviewing for that next job here at White Plains Hospital, that is still almost the number one question that the people I interviewed with would ask is, interest your your gap between your investment and finance and time warner career and the job in dermatology or then the job at camp and the job in dermatology you know there's still uh, there was still a 10 plus year break between finance and camp right and then camp and the dermatology so i don't want it lost i think that that still follows me mm-hmm. is that career break but to your it wasn't exactly a relaunch. It was mm-hmm. just my next step in the career. And so now that I am here and I, uh, and I, and I started the job, it was very different. This is a hospital a management job and a hospital practice, or it was at least one, you know, it is, but I was a manager when I first started, I'm an administrator now. And it was for a hospital based orthopedic practice, not a private dermatology practice. Mm-hmm. And once again, I found myself on the learning curve, uh, learning a new practice, learning new practices, work that didn't have to get done at a private practice as much, but was part of a hospital practice. I had an administrator I was working for and with when I started, and she was a mentor and she was great and she taught me a lot of what I needed to know. Fortunately for her, unfortunately for me, after I had been there for about three months, she left for another opportunity, a wonderful opportunity for her. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and there I was. And I I was working with another manager, an experienced manager who had been here for many, many years, who was very, very helpful, and an office supervisor in one of our other orthopedic offices. So I had a good team and I had a great chief, have and had at the time, a great chief of the department who I still work very closely with and who has been also a mentor and and, um, an advisor and a big help in running this department. Mm, interesting. I love hearing about that evolution. And also, they were asking you about your career break. And maybe with a slightly different hat on, because it was historical, you know, um, that it was almost a point of interest, let us understand this a little bit more, less relevant in terms of the, you know, uh, trans transitioning from the immediate prior role, which was relevant and looks like a perfect stepping stone. Yeah, absolutely. It it definitely was a point of interest. I guess that's probably the right. They talked to me about my volunteer work I did in, in between. You know, it wasn't completely um, erased because I had a few years of of office management experience. Right. Wow. So how long have you been in this role at the hospital? So when I started in 2021, the beginning of 2021, I was an office manager. And then when the administrator left that I just spoke about, I was promoted to practice manager. Um, And I was very appreciative of the fact that both my predecessor and the chief of my department and, and other doctors and such had recommended that I fill that role and fill that void. I had only been here a few months and Mm -hmm. be given the opportunity to ultimately work towards and transition to the administrator role, which is what I am doing now. Mm -hmm. I'm the practice administrator. And so I've been here for a little, like maybe a year and a half, between a year and a half and two years at White Plains Hospital and in orthopedics. And it's been a really great career path. Really great. So Wendy, that sounds like Two promotions in a very relatively short time frame, which says a lot about you and a lot about your uh, employer and what they recognized about you. So congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I think um, I, I, am, I am well aware of what it says about my employer and the fact that they gave me this opportunity. So that I, I agree with. And I think the other piece um, that's worth mentioning is that as I said about my resume and as I said about the career break sort of followed me, right, Um, the relaunch followed me, I think I also took one step back in order to know that I could take two or three steps forward here when I came here. And that was very conscious and deliberate on my part because I I knew that this organization here would be a place I could hopefully, if all went well, establish a career and there would be a career path. I talked about it in my interview process a lot. And so I, it was sort of a, a risk I was willing to take, so to speak, to take a, like maybe a half or a one step back to, to, to then be able to get this mobility to move back up. And that's something I would encourage other people to think about anywhere early on in their relaunch. I'm really glad you mentioned that because it is a good strategy in certain situations, definitely in yours, and how you could talk about that in the interview as being something because they might have wondered, you know, why are you interested in a position that appears to be junior to what you're leaving? And you could say or where you're coming from and you can talk about how you see this being a long term opportunity and providing a career path and 
that would be very attractive to an employer and also indicate uh, a fair amount of reflection and maturity, which I think they'd also really appreciate. So I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that. I hope relaunchers keep that in mind as a thought process and as an interview strategy. Wendy, we're, we're wrapping up now, and I want to wrap up by asking you the question that we've asked all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? So I think that there are two things I would say to the relaunchers. One is it's never too late to start a relaunch. And sometimes it feels daunting the longer you've been out of work, the, the, the harder it is to think about going back and put yourself out there and, and try to tell your story. But, but don't hesitate. If it's what you want to do, it's never too late. And the other thing I would say is take risks, think outside the box, talk to everybody you know who's doing pretty much anything. I mean, I did not think when I took that camp job that that was going to be anything more than a, a job and an opportunity to, to do some work and get my toe in the water to do something for a summer and, of course, help pay for my kids to go to camp. But, but look at what happened. And I would say I would encourage everybody to just go outside their comfort zone a little bit, try something new and different, and take some risks along the way. Mm. I love that and hope that message is coming through loud and clear to those relaunchers who know that they are anticipating a career transition, not probably returning to what they left, or maybe even if they're con considering it, that there are a range of, of other options and to really keep yourself open. So that, that's great advice. Wendy, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for listening to 321i Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the CEO and co-founder of iRelaunch and your host. Once again, I want to remind our listeners who are actively relaunching to make sure to register and upload your resume to our iRelaunch job board where employers are looking to hire relaunchers and regularly peruse our job board for candidates for their career entry jobs and programs. And be sure to visit iRelaunch.com to access our many return to work tools and resources and to sign up for our mailing list so you can receive our weekly return to work report featuring career reentry jobs and programs. Thanks for joining us.